Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today I am back with another of my manifesting stories. Today we're going to talk about manifesting financial independence, and I'm going to give you really all the steps to that. So if you've heard this story before, awesome. I'm going to give you more in-depth, more background, more step-by-step. And first, I just want to say I'm excited. You all got to hear the Fab Four, as I'm calling them right now, last week, which are four amazing women who started the Enchanted Circle two years ago. And I'm just celebrating them and how far they've come. And I'm really excited about having, like, being here in my business where I were two years in with a lot of people or actually three and four and five years in with a lot of people in the enchanted circle. And, um, that's fun. It's really fun. And it's really fun that you get to hear the four of them and how they connect. So if you want to join a group like that, you can always go to my website, cassieparks.com click on the Enchanted Circle. There's videos to watch if you're not quite sure. You have some questions. There's a Q&A video. And then you can apply. And we would love to have you. One of the other things that I'm super excited about is that there's now a payment plan option. So if you want to take advantage of that, I've been wanting to um, you know, open up the space for that for a while. Just the, the right mechanism for doing that or right payment collection, right way hadn't shown up in my life. And it showed up a couple months ago, which is awesome because I just waited. I knew it would be there. And so now, because I want to work with people who want to be in for five years, I want to work with people who are, want to go all into their future selves, who want their life to not only look different next week, you know, don't want to just manifest $10,000, which I love, but want to be the person who manifests money all the time. So we'll start with 10,000, but I want the people who want to continuously manifest money. I want to work with the people who want to go all into their future selves and become somebody totally different. Somebody that they might not have even believed that they could be five years from now. That's who I'm all into. People who want to create these amazing lives. And so, you know, now I have made it. So you can't take the workshop until you're all in for five years. And when I made that decision, I knew I also wanted to open up the space so that people could get started, so that you could get started um, in a way that feels good financially because it is an investment in yourself. And I 100% believe in investing in yourself. I also, I get it. Um, we had a, sometimes doing it a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more at a time is amazing. And so with the payment plan until the end of the year, Um, Five years in the Enchanted Circle is $5,555. So that's basically $1,111 a year for coaching. So you can pay that up front and you're done. You know, I mean, it's less than 90 bucks a month for coaching. And or you can take advantage of a payment plan, uh, which goes over several, several years. And you can get started for about $170 a month. 
and and start on your journey to having your, you know, coming on in the end of the year, five years from now, even a year from now, look very different than it does right now. So I'm excited to be able to offer that. I'm excited that the investment is $5,555 until the end of the year, at which time it will be $7,777 for five years of coaching, which is still an amazing deal. And if you've been on the fence, let's do this. Let's start this year. So get in there, fill out your application, and there's um, a question on the application where you get to say, you know, I just want to dip my toe in. I want to start monthly. You can say you're all in for five years and I'll send you that that link to pay all at once. Or you can say, I want a payment plan. So if it's time, and I love when it's time, then let's do this. Go to CassieParks.com, click on the Enchanted Circle, fill out the application, and let's get started. Because I love helping people create more money and lives that they love. And for me, it all started with money. It all, you know, I was, it was very much doing two different things at once um, on my journey before I like I figured it all out and I do it all at once, right? So if you've heard me before, I will say I was, you know, sometimes when I talk about my business, I will say I was doing it all wrong. And I was. A hundred percent I was manifesting it. I wasn't manifesting it. I was trying to force it. I was trying to push. I was trying to create a business and it didn't work. I mean, I got a little traction and yet it was so exhausting. I was working so hard and nothing was happening. You know, I even look back at those moments. I'm like, what were you doing? But I know I was working and yet I can't tell you what I was doing and it definitely wasn't working. And that is the key. If you're, if what you're doing isn't working, then it's, then it's probably not the right thing to be doing. And if I could tell myself that, if I could have learned the lessons sort of that I'm going to teach you today, sooner that would have been amazing. And it was all perfect because what was happening while I was trying to force my business on one hand, I was also shifting my money mindset. I was changing who I was. And really, that is the key and the foundation to me becoming financially independent and being able to leave my job when I was 32. So while I was forcing on one side my business, I was really shifting my money mindset. And I was growing and changing and I was manifesting money you know um it it makes you know it makes so much sense now that it's manifest 10,000 because the first really big money intention that I set was $10,000 and I just one day I said I want to manifest $10,000 and it came in with probably within 90 days I don't remember I don't remember when I set the intention I just remember setting it and then I know how it came in and it was so fun, right? And then I set the intention. Uh, then I was like, oh, okay, this works. And I set the intention for a 20% raise and I got it. And that was really part of shifting my money mindset. That's what we do in when you start in the Enchanted Circle. We start with Manifest 10K, right? We start with an intention. What are you going to do with it? And we really start um, creating the skills because as I talked to a little while um ago in the, you know, manifesting money, how to manifest money episode. It's really about becoming the person who has money. 
not the person who wants to manifest money. That's where it doesn't work. And when you're trying to fix those things, but when you become the person who wants or who doesn't just want money, but become the person who has money, life shifts, your money shifts. And so all this time I was doing these things. I was, you know, going to some workshops. I was having my mind open that people, money was easier for some people. Money could be more fun. People were making money doing what they loved. While it wasn't working for me, people were doing it, right? And one of the main things that I did in this situation was that I stopped trying to fix my money beliefs and and really started to live the story of who I wanted to become. And this happened one day, you know, I, I just had this light bulb moment. I was doing a a session of what I used to do, which was some energetic shifting of thoughts and beliefs. And I was, I traded sessions with uh, another person who was trained. We would meet like every other Friday and we'd just swap sessions. And we started doing this session and, and you muscle check in. So there's a certain way things can go. And there are millions of ways, probably literally, if you did the math, of how a session could kind of unfold. It's sort of like muscle checking a choose-your-own-adventure, only it's a choose-your-own-healing, but it's you muscle check which page do you go to next and which page. And as we were doing this, you know, we got about five steps in and we're like, we did this same thing last time. This is exactly the same. It's this same belief that came up. It was this. And of course it was because the, the thing that I had in my mind was it's hard to make money. And I think that was probably the belief I was trying to shift. It's hard to make money. I'm not making money in my business, right? Meanwhile, I was making money on the other, you know, in my job. I was growing. I was manifesting money like crazy, but I wasn't making it in my business. And so this belief, it's hard to make money or my business doesn't make money was the problem that was coming up. You know, right then I was like, oh, I have to stop trying to fix this because it can't be fixed. I have to, I've done all the work I can to be aware of all of my thoughts, but I'm right now focused on trying to fix something. And what I need to do is focus on becoming that person whose money is easy. And so that was a big shift for me. And that really changed a lot. Um, Really, when I stopped trying to fix it and I started stepping into the story that I wanted, I focused on money and who I wanted to be when it came to money. And that is where the shifts came. Because then it's a choice. Like, who do I want to be next? Who do I want to be? Okay, I got $10,000. Who do I want to be with this $10,000? Do I want to be somebody who puts this in the bank and is waiting for an opportunity? Do I want to be somebody who feels really good because there's money in the bank? Or do I want to go just spend it? Right? And the more I did that, and you you heard me talk about investing in my happiness, and I'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. The more I chose who I wanted to be and what the money story I was, or what the money story that I wanted to be living was, and I chose that over and over and over again, um, money really started coming. And there was a moment of a breakthrough, which you might have heard, when, you know, I was forcing, so I, I'm doing all of, on one side, I'm doing all of this money mindset work and my money mindset is totally shifting, which I believe led to this breakthrough moment. Because if I didn't 
do all that work and I hadn't been shifting and I hadn't been believing money could be easier and believing that I was worthy of money and doing all of that, the work, I, I don't think I could have had this breakthrough moment that I'm about to talk about. But I finally realized, you know, I, I was forcing my business. I didn't, I didn't love my life because I was spending so much time trying to make my business work that I wasn't living my life. And I remember I was sitting in the Jeep. I can't tell you where I was, but I was sitting there and I was like, what do I really want? What do I really want? Because it was just this moment where I felt like I let go of forcing that and I was really open. And again, I believe because I had done the money mindset work that this moment could happen. We're talking about LOA. This moment couldn't happen sooner because I didn't have the money mindset yet to be open to the answer. And when I asked what I really wanted, it went back to something that I realized was possible when I was 19 and that I wanted. And that was to be, it's to be financially free, but really I wanted the choice to go to work or not. I wanted that to be a choice. I didn't want to have to get up and be at work by seven. I wanted to get up and do what I wanted to do. I wanted to be free. And again, I had learned that when I was 19 years old, that this was actually a thing that some people did, right? And I I wanted that. And that's what I was trying to create by trying to force my business was enough money that I didn't have to go to work, go to my job, right? And so that moment where I was clear, I really want to have a choice whether I go to work or not. Boom opened up so much space and really opened up like a vacuum to draw what I wanted in. And when you combine that with the fact that I had been shifting my money mindset, that was this magic opening. And it wasn't six months later, I believe, six, seven months later, I was technically financially independent. And we'll talk about the technical part. Um, But that opening is what did it. And I really just let go of my business at that point. Not that I, I didn't let go of wanting to do my business. I let go of having to force my business to be the how. And so that is really important. And I just said, okay, this is what I want. I want financial independence. I'm open to that. And I had already started shifting some things. I already had a couple of investments. I had the first house I ever lived in. Um, at that time, I don't think I had the second. I just had the first house. So I had a couple couple hundred dollars of passive income and I really started to see, oh, that's awesome. Combined with what happens next, um, I saw it even more. And so when I opened that up and I just let go of forcing my business as the how, And there was all of this space for the path to be open, for me to see it, for me to step into it, right? Because I wasn't holding on so tight to my business and trying to make it the how. And so there was space in between um, the next part of the story. I can't tell you how much, but there was space. And so I don't know if it was a month or two months, but what I know is there was space. I didn't immediately get this inspiration. There was some space. And so what I really started to do was love my life more because I wanted freedom and I wanted to love my life a lot. And so I amped up even more 
self-love and I'd actually been teaching self-love at that point um, because that that was pivotal for me and uh, you know it's a different story for a different day but I really had dove into teaching self-love because it is a it is um, so important and so I'd really been I had been amping up my self-love um, to the degree that I could while I was still holding so tight to my business being the how. And when I let go, again, that ability to have this self-love and to be loving and to just engage in this space and what felt good to me, which is self-love, opened up. And I remember this weekend and I had just done that. It was, I just let everything flow. I got up late. I had the most amazing weekend and it was really I think I was by myself. Maybe I had gone to a party or two. I'd hung out, but it was so self-loving. I had gone for a long walk. I might have had the Friday off because I used to have every other Friday off. So I might have gone for a long walk. Um, And at this point, I was living downtown. So I had followed that inspiration, um, followed the feel good to move downtown. So yeah, so I was living down there, which was a huge self-love thing for me, was investing in letting go of that belief that like I needed a bigger place and and allowing myself to love living in a studio and love what that gave me. And so that had been giving me more time in my life. So this had all been coming, right? More, this has all been evolving. Um, but I just had a really great, and it wasn't intentional self-love weekend where I just was treating myself amazing. Everything was amazing. I was just really letting the space be there and flow. And I just remember it was so important. And I woke up Sunday morning and was doing something, I don't know, just hanging out, enjoying life, right? Probably went for a walk around the city, enjoyed it. And um, so at this point, because I had moved downtown, I had I had two investment properties. I had both houses that I had lived in previously. So I was making, you know, probably $600 a month at this point, passively, maybe. And so self-love, and I'm just having this wonderful weekend and this wonderful Sunday morning and drinking coffee. And all of a sudden, this is how inspiration comes. There's just, you don't know that it, where it's going to lead. All of a sudden, I just had this thought, I wonder what the least expensive place in Denver is. I have no idea. I had never thought about that. I wasn't I wanted to live in that building. I was waiting. If you heard my blue apart, my blue condo story, I was waiting on that condo to open up. So I wasn't looking outside of where I wasn't looking. I already thought I knew where I wanted to live. Right. I did know where I wanted to live. I didn't just think it. I knew it. And but something just inspired me to like, just look that up. Right. And just that search led me to this this condo that was for sale. Um, if you're familiar with Denver, it was in Cap Hill. And I was looking at it and I'm like, this is cute. And I'm like, this is big. And I was like, mm, this isn't very much money. I could totally buy this. And so I just called my realtor and I said, let's go see it. So we went to see it and my sister came with me and, and I, I think, and I was looking at, you know, I just went in and I was like, oh, there's a little bit of work to be done. So somebody had not finished what they had started. And, and, but I was, you know, I'm like, hmm, my wheels started turning. I'm like this, you know, the payment at that time, it was, this place was, 
I don't know, maybe 60 or $70,000. This was a different time in Denver, obviously, if you live in Denver right now. But I was like, huh, you know, and I'm doing the math. I'm starting to doing the math in my head. And I'm like, you can make money off of this. I can, I could have, you know, I can make this investment on my income and I could, you know, make, I don't know what the amount was, but it was three or $400 a month. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is totally possible. So here's the thing. So we put an offer. It had literally, um, it had an offer the day before and that got accepted and it just hadn't been updated in the system or the right things hadn't been signed. So I didn't get that one. And this is important because just because something doesn't work out that feels like it's the thing, sometimes it's the thing that gets you to the thing. And that's what that place was. It was the thing that opened up this path to financial freedom for me, this path to having enough money to leave my job. And I could see it in that moment. I was like, oh, this is the way. I've never looked at, you know, studios or one bedrooms, but let me start looking, right? And so that first condo, I saw that possibility. And I was like, okay. And it, and this energy, which the energy is so important to pay attention to, was very calm. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is the answer, right? Which is the energy and the forceness that I had been trying to make my business work. This was like, oh, cool. This can happen all right, here's this. Let me just follow this and see where it goes. And again, it's very calm. So I think sometimes when people think that the answer comes or the path that they're manifesting, the path to what they want to manifest comes, it's it's so high energy. And I would say from my experience, everyone's experience is different. And from my experience, it is very calm. That is how I know. It is not forced. It is very calm. It is very, I know it's going to happen. There is no need in a lot of ways to do any forcing. So it was very calm. So I just started the process of looking for these condos that met the mathematical equation I was looking for of making money, right? And, you know, both what I had in the bank and um, that would make more money a month. And so I went to see the second one. Someone put an offer on it. I didn't get that one. Right. And so it was about six months into being open um, to this possibility where I came upon the one that really made me financially independent, technically, which we'll talk about. Right. But I had been shifting my money mindset, remember, for a while, for a long time. Um, I don't know if it was a year or two years. I I don't remember. (laughs) Um. But a while I had been becoming this person and I had done what I've talked about in previous episodes, which is invest in my happiness. And so at this time I was living off of very little money and not because I was sacrificing and I wanted to have all this money in the bank, but because I was being the person I wanted to be with money because I was being the person who chose very careful, not carefully, but who chose to invest in her happiness. And I stopped myself from saying carefully because you don't have to choose carefully when you're investing in your happiness. You just have to be clear, like, does this make me happy or not? Is this leading me to more of what I want? Do I feel really good about investing in this? And when you become really clear that, yes, this feels good, I'm investing in this, you don't 
you don't just spend money. I had stopped spending money to spend money. Every penny that I invested was truly an investment like I talk about. And the return on it was my happiness. And so I had a, I had money in the bank. I had, um, you know, I, I financed part. I had 20% that I could put down, which was for this condo was probably, I don't know, $10,000, $15,000. And then I had another 10000 that I could invest in updating this condo. So, But even this one that I found, I went and looked at it and I thought it was too high and I didn't want to pay it. They didn't think the numbers matched. And so I put in an offer and they didn't accept it. And I think I might have put in another offer. It was another probably month before there was this thing in me that was like, that one, that one is it. It will work. And, and then I put in an offer and I got it. And even... I just want to highlight that because it wasn't forced. It wasn't like I need to make this work. It's not, I didn't invest in it before it felt a hundred percent. And so then, um, part of it is what I want to highlight is we're, we, we always want to be telling the story that we want to be true. And so that property, it technically made me financially independent. I would, um, you know, have about $100 a month to eat on (laughs) and live on. And yet I could have had a place to live if I wanted to live in that place because my other two properties would have paid the payment and the HOA and the insurance, all the expenses for that. And I would have had $100 to $200 left over. Now, that is not the way I wanted to live. And seeing that, oh, I'm already financially independent. I, in that moment, I all of a sudden, you always have a choice, but I had a bigger choice to go to work or not. From that moment on, I could walk away from my job if I wanted to. And again, live very inexpensively or figure out a different way to, you know, feed myself and gas and all of those things. And I could have paid my bills in that moment. So it was technically, I would say it was technically financially free, not the kind of financially free that I wanted to live the life, but I was technically financially free and that felt amazing. And so the next step in this process is really, it's all, it's all what's lining up. And so the next part of that was the timing of the closing. So my realtor and I went to close and then we went to the place to get the keys out of the lockbox because the realtor, the other realtor, I don't know if he didn't come to closing or whatever, but we had to go get the keys out of the lockbox. So as we're trying to mess with the key, I think we had the wrong combo. And again, these are little things that they're gifts from the universe. So the combo wasn't working. I remember standing outside the building because you also needed a key to get in the building and then get into the condo. You know, we're standing there and this couple comes and they had just looked at a player. They come out of the building. They had just looked at a two bedroom condo. And so we start talking to them and they're like, oh, I said, I just bought in the building. And they said, oh, well, I saw this two bedroom condo. It's really great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how much a two-bedroom is because I hadn't been looking, right? I'd been looking in this investment price that I knew I could take care of and felt good and was inspired to. And that conversation with them, had we not had them that conversation with them, 
I do know that inspiration would have come a different way, but that was pivotal. So having that conversation with them where they're like, oh, I'm looking at a two bedroom inspired me to be like, I wonder how much the two bedroom is. And I looked it up because we're just standing there, you know, so I looked it up on my phone or I looked it up when I got home. I don't know. If, um, and I was like, oh, like I, you can make a lot of money on a two bedroom at this you know, point. And that is when the inspiration as I was searching that two bedroom and I think they bought it because it was gone. Um, and again, it's being OK with that. Not I never once thought, oh, man, I missed that opportunity. I thought, oh. Let me follow this trail. Let me follow the breadcrumbs of inspiration. How lucky am I that I met these two out there and they opened up this new world of inspiration for me. So it was that moment I started looking things up and then I started looking at one bedrooms and I'm like, oh, well, I, my intention, that's when I set the intention. And I've, I've gotten questions about this in the past. Be, you know, people have said to me, um, well, wasn't this a how? And it wasn't a how because of the energy. So at that moment, I was like, oh, well, I want to live in a two bedroom when I leave um, my job so that I have an office. That was what I wanted. And uh, I said, oh, OK, I want a two bedroom and I want a one bedroom that'll pay for it. And and I could see that that was possible. And so the reason it wasn't a how is because I was unattached to it. It just felt like it was the thing. I wasn't like, oh man, I have to find this. I have to make this happen. And I would have taken it any way that it came and it came a little bit different. So, um, you know, that inspiration and being there that moment, having that trouble with that lockbox is all the path. So often people get caught up when they're using the law of attraction and they're looking for the certain sign or this certain thing. The path opens for you when you're open right? I could have been being irritated or whatever about, you know, the guy giving us the wrong combo, but I was just standing there enjoying the moment of, I'm going to redo this place and I'm going to rent it out and I'm technically financially independent, right? And, and that's when it opens, right? All the universe gives us the easiest way to show us the crumbs, right? The crumbs are what is so important and we learn to follow those. We have amazing results, but so often, we're like looking at the horizon for the end result and and we miss the crumbs that are right in front of us. We miss those things that are leading us right to where we want to be. That's that's a huge mistake I think people make when they're using the law of attraction and they want to create something in their life. They're looking for these big moments, but it's really breadcrumbs. It's really these inspirations, meeting this person. Hmm, I wonder how much the two-bedroom is. I haven't thought about looking at that. Oh, I could do that. Okay. This is, you know, and just being open. And so another one of these sort of just being open is um, having a conversation randomly with my sister where she was like, I, I think I'm going to look for a place. I want a yard. She was in a two bedroom condo and she's like, I want a yard for the dogs. And she goes, and I want a little bit bigger place and I'm ready for that. And I was like, oh, and so a couple of the, you know, I was looking at places and then I remembered, you know, I had looked with a friend a couple of years ago at an apartment that was in a big house in Denver that was broken up. And so I told her, you know, I was inspired to just say, okay, how much are you looking to invest in your new place? And I don't remember what the number was. And I said, well, what if we went together and we found something where maybe 
you know, I, you could have what you want, the yard and the bigger place. And if it's broken up, um, you know, I can have the rentals or whatever. And she goes, okay, you know, she had nothing to lose, right? Because if we didn't love it, we weren't going to do it. And so we just started looking and we found this place and it was better than a mat. So remember, I'd set the intention to have a two bedroom that I could live in and have a one bedroom that paid for it. So we found this house that had a uh, had a three bedroom um, apartment, a three bedroom on the bottom. It had a two bedroom apartment on the top. It had this little studio in the basement. And then it had a carriage house, which was one bedroom. And we bought it. She was happy. She had the main level, which had the yard. It was bigger. It was in the middle of Denver. Um, when we went, I said, how do we want to break it up? And it worked out perfectly when you looked at square footage. She got the basement, which she didn't want to rent out. She just wanted for storage. She had no interest in renting it out. She was happy having the three bedroom for the price that it cost her a month, you know, for the mortgage. And I had the two bedroom. And so we bought it together. Hers was the three bedroom in the tiny little studio in the basement. And mine was the two bedroom and the carriage house. And we split it. And I could rent the carriage house, the one bedroom. And I could pay my entire rent, my entire mortgage bills, um, even electricity, all of that on my two bedroom. I I paid my half of the mortgage and the bills with the rent on that one bedroom place, which is exactly what I had intended. And again, it was what I had intended in this spirit of being free, right? Not in, I have to force this to work. And so then once we did that, you know, even though I was technically financially free about a year before that, um, actually that was only four months later. It wasn't a year. It was, it was, I bought the one place in July and I think we closed in October on this place. And so whatever the month difference is of that, um, which things happen really fast when we let go and we don't force them and we're open and we see the breadcrumbs. They happen really fast. And when we've done the work. So again, I had the money. I had the $30,000 to put down on the place and I had the Ten to 15000 that it took me to renovate the carriage house because it needed to be totally updated, uh, cleaned, and it just needed to be updated in order to get that price. So I had the forty to $45,000 saved in my account that we need. And I share that because, yes, it does take money. And if you start the process, this is why I start with shifting your money mindset because then you have money for the opportunities that your future self takes advantage of. I had money because I had been diligent about creating a life that I loved and only investing in my happiness. I had shifted my money mindset. I had focused on it. I had become very aware. I didn't just go blow money on a bag of clothes because I needed to feel good for a minute. You know, you've heard my stories about that. Every penny that I invested was in my happiness. And so when there was money, there was money there because I hadn't been um, like dwindling it away. There was money there because I was choosing who I wanted to be when it became when it came to money and who I wanted to become. And so then there was money to invest in my future self. And that's all possible. And that didn't take that long and yes I was single and yes it was a different time and that all of those things and 
It doesn't matter. The key is investing in your happiness and really developing a money story that supports you instead of hinders you, to be honest. And I had done all of that. And so the money was there when the opportunity to step into my future self, which was buy this place and have a two be- a one bedroom that paid for my two bedroom, was there. And so with my house paid for, and then having, you know, um, about $1,000 a month to live off of, which is what I had been living off of. Again, not because I sacrificed, but because I had been diligent about investing in my happiness, all of a sudden everything I wanted was possible because, and I was living my dream life. Yes. Was I taking private jets? No. When I quit my job, I was not, I didn't have enough passive income to, it didn't match my salary, but what it did match was where I was living and where I was happy living, right? I had an amazing house. I had an office. uh, It was a fun neighborhood. It was It was so cool and I loved it and I had the money to pay for everything that I wanted in that moment and give me the opportunity to build the business that I wanted and to create more of the life that I wanted because what I needed to create this business was time and space and to feel really good and to be able to be free. I needed to create that. I needed, looking back, to create my financial independence to be who I am now Um, in be able to evolve my business and step into it without having to put pressure on my business to pay my bills. And that was obviously my real estate business is a business, but I needed for this business for, um, you know, being a coach and leading the enchanted circle and doing all of that. I needed the space and the time to evolve without putting the pressure on my business, um, to bring in income. And, So that is how I manifested my financial independence. Um, My money story continues to evolve. If you know, you know, even though I had that money, um, it's why I did manifest 10K. You know, I did that because even that shift um, stirred something. And I created my financial independence and I got to leave my job. It's super fun. This is airing a couple days after my freedom anniversary. So I've been celebrating that for a couple months because it's seven years um, that I have been free. It is seven years ago that I created my financial independence and I get to choose every morning what I want to do. Do I want to wake up and do I want to record a podcast like I'm doing right now? Or do I want to write another book? Or do I want to stay in bed? Or do I want to go for a walk? Do I want to go for a swim? Or do I want to just hang out with my love? Uh, Do I want to go support my parents? I get to choose. And I get to do what I love every single day. um, Because I get to support my clients. And I love that. And all of this happened because of this story that I just told you about how I created my financial independence. And I'm now in the process of creating a bigger financial independence and telling the story is super fun because I can see how I'm going to tell you the next story. I can see even clearer the pieces that are falling into place for that bigger story. So thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me share this story with you. I My intention is that this was super helpful and that you had some really big ahas about creating the life that you want. 
And if you are ready to start shifting your money mindset, because that is where it starts, that is foundational, let's let's get you into the Enchanted Circle. Go to CassieParks.com, C-A-S-S-I-E-P-A-R-K-S.com. Click on the Enchanted Circle. And if you want, like there's four videos that guide you really to know if you're ready and questions. So you can watch those, get really clear on why this process works. If you're not clear yet, if you're clear, you can just hit the apply button and join us um, to start creating this life and be able to tell your story of how you created your dream life um, just a few years from now. So thank you. I look forward to seeing your application. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.